I'm a crazy rival with the ways of life. We're trying to make through strong through this wasteland survival. From NB to DC, super mutants run for me. The cycle is strong and my back is done charging. Click, clank, clank, zip, 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 zap. And another one turns to dust over caps. Kill or be killed or become something worse. Try my tribe being burst. Stealth boy ready, gotta get past the death claw. All my ghoulies at the party waiting for the alcohol. I have to go now, though I'm over and come. Forgot a bottle can't mind. Just in case I get discovered, I'm not concerned. I got a ninja perk. A bloody mess gun, not demolitions expert. Always putting in work just to earn my worth. I'm this radiated planet called Earth. Welcome to that podcast, a gameplay diary for our time in the Fallout 4 Commonwealth Wastelands. And we have the full cast here today. Hooray! Hooray. Uh, myself, Willow. <laughs> And Alpha Shard. And Austin. Are they not napping this time, Mackie? <laughs> and a Canis. Hooray. So, we're going to talk more about the main plot. We're also going to talk about the Brotherhood of Steel a bit, and maybe even a little bit about the Freedom Road. Um, as usual, this is a spoiler cast, because um, what's the point of not having spoilers? It's hard to talk about the game really? without spoiling I, it. I didn't get it. Um, but we can at least talk about the the amazing patch that came out this week. <gasps> what was it? All of three things on it? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, it, you know, you, you get kind of spoiled with some other uh, companies, I think, you know. And then you see that <laughs> patch list, and it's like three or four things, and it's like, wow, guys, what, what have you been doing? I don't know. Well, two of them were general improvements to fix, too to gameplay and quests and you're just like okay so they fixed a bunch of optimization stuff and they don't remember all of the specifics or they don't think we care well they fixed things like the infinite caps yeah. and then don't mention it right which I find a little bit strange um, so the, the new features are num number pad keys can now be used for remapping and I think what happened here is that Traditionally, in, in Fallout games, the number pad keys are used to do quick swapping of weapons or quick use of items. And so, because they're used for that, they weren't um, available for keyboard remapping in the general settings. That's my theory. It sounds about right. Um, what I don't understand is remapping activate now works on quick container. What's quick container? When you're um, trying to... I'm guessing what that is is when you press E to get the item in the container, that's doing it the quick way, and then you press R to open the full the full inventory menu. Oh, so maybe you can remap E to something else, and it well, if now. you re remap E, then it will actually be the right key to do it on that menu. Yeah. Okay. So general memory and stability improvements, performance improvements inside the Corvega assembly plant. I didn't actually have any trouble with that. Optimizations to skins decal rendering, which I think is where the textures were disappearing. Um, fixed issue with player becoming stuck in terminals. So this never happened to me. Never happened to me, thankfully. Poor yeah, me. I get lucky. Sounds pretty nasty. Yeah, I have no idea how that, what the deal was with that one. It might not have been on PC. Yeah. Um, Fixed issue where equipped weapons become locked after completing reunions. Um, so I haven't got to reunions, so I never saw that yeah, one. You have reunions oh, is one of the main. It's when you kill quests. Kellogg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. it? Okay. Well, that didn't happen to me then. Uh, fixed issue with when freedom calls where the quest would not complete. That didn't happen to me either. During confidence man, fixed issue where a player's health would constant. 
uh, continuously regenerate. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Why'd you fix that? Why'd you fix that? <laughs> <laughs> um, fixed crash related to jumping into water and reloading save games. Fixed issue where launcher would not save God raise quality setting properly. So, and and like we said, they fixed other exploits and didn't mention it. So that's very interesting. Not a particularly big patch. Where we know that the majority of the issues with the game are related to settlements. So oh, yeah. let's talk a little bit about settlements and the issues that exist there. Well, they're never happy. I think they. <laughs> they that's are one hard issue. To, be, to make happy. That's true. And I have more than that. Like if you, if there's like a raider attack or a something attack, and you have all of these turrets set up to defend them, and you don't go, the turrets do nothing, and everybody dies, and all the items get broken. <laughs> That's not how it's supposed to work. It's a... no. no, it it's a little bit mm, busted. It's the same the... glitch we talked about before, where if you leave the settlement, their happiness goes down because you're not there. It's probably related to that. Probably there's something something very wrong about the whole settlement simulation. Yeah. That, um, I've had yeah that that needs that needs. I've fixing. had a specific bug also, where it'll tell me that somebody is under attack, or it won't tell me, but they are. And then I go to the place, I leave the place, and it says everybody died. But then I go back to the place, and everybody's still there, but all the stuff is yeah. broken. And that happened to I've me at the castle. And that was annoying. Because that's a big place to have to fix. Hmm. I had a similar issue where with like uh, it wasn't Greygarden, it was uh, uh, Abernathy Farm, I think. It kept saying, uh, or no, it was Sanctuary. Yeah, it kept, it kept <coughs> saying everyone's dead, and the defense went down to forty-eight. But I go there, and everything's fine. You know, it, it's and I also got it where it said Abernathy was dead, and then I go there, and everything's fine. So you know, and then it, then I got a message that they were attacked, so I went there. And it was funny because the wall kind of kept some of them out that I had built, but most of them spawned inside the wall, or they just went through the fucking. I'm sorry, <clears throat> they went through the frickin' door that uh, that the, the, the dirt settlers just keep leaving open. And um, with the one raider that was stuck outside was like just shooting at the. I don't know what he was shooting at. He was just standing there, and the laser turn I had on top of the building just kept shooting at him right over the the edge of the wall, which I thought was hilarious. And so I had to go over there and finish him off, like do jump shots and eventually one got him and he got killed that way. <laughs> that was funny. But, um... So very broken and clearly we need a patch for this. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, you know, they're being kind of coy about their whole patching process, not really talking about what they're working on or doing. Um, I don't really enjoy the kind of silence. Like, there's no reason for it now that the game's out. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know if you noticed, but yesterday they announced they opened a new studio in Montreal. Yeah, for RPG stuff. I it's, it's, want to be uh, optimistic about it. It's an expansion of Bethesda Game Studios, not just Bethesda. So, patch support probably will come quicker once they're up and running um game development time will turn around and come out faster now that they have two studios instead of just the one are you no they're, no i don't think no. they're, gonna work, they're gonna work on some other ip mm -hmm. yeah exactly they're gonna... well they're the gonna, home the home group is just 115 people i think and it takes them 
five years to make a game. Yeah, did they say who was in charge of the Montreal one, or was that just because I, I the, didn't think they had mentioned any names? It was the lead guy on the app, the Fallout Shelter app. I think he's in charge. The guy from the company uh, that they bought. Right, him. Somebody in our yeah, chat I, called him an idiot. I don't remember who it was. Probably imagine, <laughs> I bet. Um, probably imagine, yeah. I think uh, they, they said that they were going to do the bleeding edge of RPG. And I honestly don't know what that means coming from them. Uh, you know, for me, I know what it would mean, but I, you know, so. But I still kind of want to be optimistic. I would try to be. I don't know. Okay. So, where we left off last time, we were at the edge of the glowing sea. And I thought it was very interesting that Scott thought he had gone to the glowing sea, which he thought was the sea. Yeah. I, <laughs> I thought that at first, too, honestly. And then when I followed the, uh, the, 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 you know, the, the guide to where to go, I saw, oh, we're going into a sea of radiation. Okay. And boy, was that place wasted. The colors were just... That place was scary. All of the big bad nasties were in there. Oh, but I wanted to say one thing. What I, I prepared for this trip, okay, because I went... I, I couldn't find any hazmat suits. And funny, after I do the glowing sea, I find three or four hazmat suits. But before that, <laughs> I went to the court 35 building and i got the xo armor from there and i used a missile launcher to kill the uh sentry bot and the autom auto autobot and i mean the auto assault bot there we go and anyways assault i got the armor i went to yeah Soltron, <laughs> and i got the that coating on the armor so i went in there and i also did the bats over not bats overlay but a highlight overlay so i could see everything that's alive out there glowing and I could see them from a great distance and shoot them a lot better and just not get jumped so much. Sometimes it's like they blend in, you can't see them, and you're like, where are these guys? And so you see this orange, or for me it's orange, growing thing, and I shoot them. I shoot everything. Everything was bad there. Everything is bad there. Saltrons. So I, I saw this on a loading tip, and I didn't know before this. Turns out that if you just jump around and, you know, dodge their attacks for a while, they overheat and they open up a panel in their back, mm -hmm. which reveals their fusion core. And you can just go and take it. I thought that was the sentry yeah. bots. It's just, yeah, it's the sentry bot. The Ultron yeah. is the humanoid robot. Yeah. All oh, right. That can one-shot yeah. you with its so, laser eyes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it can. My approach to the glowing sea was very different. Uh, so you know the rec the game recommends two different approaches using the power armor or get or stocking up on lots and lots of radex and right away. Um, I just took some radex and just ran and ran and ran and ran <laughs> <laughs> as all of the nasties death claws, you know, Ooh, ground shaking everywhere and gigantic rad scorpions and yep. everything just poured out everywhere. I and I just kept running until I found the children of the atom. But yeah, I. I feel I, I definitely want to go and explore that place more oh, later yeah. when when I can handle the radiation because um, it's it's like it's it's such a wasteland it's it's like a throwback to the original game wasteland yeah I shouldn't say their original game the original game wasteland which Fallout was based off of right yeah they uh, they they remade that game so the wasteland too but. Uh, as far as Fallout 4 and the Glowing Sea, it was really fun to walk through because you're right, you get that atmosphere of utter de de devastation. You see these, uh, like I walked by this uh, empty house that was all broken down and 
I didn't explore because I was, you know, trying to be lying to the, to, to Virgil. But um, I saw several things on my radar as I walked by, and I know I saw a map that shows what's out there. There's a couple of decrepit factories and some. There's a farm, I think, and it's it's crazy all the stuff that's actually out there. I just remember yeah, the I... Alpha Legendary Deathclaw. <laughs> I I was trying to avoid the death claws a good bit, but I I had brought a shotgun with me, and I think I went in with it close, like seven or eight hundred rounds, and I came out with like sixty, <laughs> because wow. red yeah, scorpions yeah. everywhere. That alpha legendary death claw. Um, so that's that's at the town that's on the way to the glowing sea, correct? Uh, well, or are we talking about I different ran into ones? A different one than that. This one was close to the center. Where the first quest marker tells you to go. Right. So, so on the way there, there was a little town around a lake, and there was a oh an alpha legendary. Oh, I yeah. ran well, into I that coming too. out with my power armor half broken and low on ammo. I think I saw a glowing, uh, uh, a glowing um, death claw. I don't think I saw an alpha one. But I saw them both. Not a legendary one. Well, so that was interesting is that the Brotherhood of Steel was flying around and I thought, oh, if I could yep. get their attention, <laughs> they could just shoot this thing from the from the air. Um, and so I thought, okay, well, okay, they're, they're attacking this super mutant place. So I went in there and cleared that out with them shooting from the air above. I thought this was, this was so cool, like aerial support. Um, and it was like, I was just taking advantage of them being there and it, it wasn't coordinated or anything. They just happened to be there. And then I tried to lure them over to the death core, and they weren't interested. They just flew away. Mm. Um, so that was really that was really cool. I think taking stuff out from the air is the air superiority is is very good. I have they I got... have seen a lot of vertebrates flying around shooting at various raiders, but they don't really engage. You know, they'll and they also fail bot like... a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They have so many vertebrates. It's like they have hundreds of them. Yep. They must at the rate well, they that they lose the them when they crash. They took all the ones that the Enclave had at Adams Air Force Base in the Capital Wasteland. That's why they have so many. But did they have hundreds and hundreds well, so... of them? Probably not, but, you know, it's, it's a first attempt see... for them to do something like that. I only see two at their headquarters. Well, they're probably the rest are probably out on patrol, and they have docking base for I think like eight. Yeah, plus they have some on the ground. Yeah. Um, so, glowing seed, the children of the atom. I didn't really spend too much time talking to them because they're crazy. Yeah. I just wanted to know about the scientist, and this was really interesting. The game continues off the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's there's mm-hmm. quite a few things off the off the map down in that corner. That was crazy. Like I just, I did not see that coming. Yeah, because you can't even approach the border on the other parts of the map. Just, just that corner. No, there's this ankle high fence that's imp- impossible. Yeah. I never um, saw a fence <laughs> when I went northwest. When I went northwest from Vault One Eleven, there was just an invisible wall that was blocking me. I feel like they could have done better with that, just yeah. by having. A big empty area of like the glowing sea where it's just highly irradiated and there's no point going that way because there's nothing out there and you'll or die. Or they could do it instead of they could do it Skyrim way yeah. and just make a little thing come up in the corner. You cannot go this way. Well, that's what they do. Yeah. It, it says you can't go that way. Yeah. 
most of the time in Skyrim there was like a physical reason, like a big mountain in the yeah. way. Um, and I much preferred that. Like, okay, this is just impossible. There's no way. Yeah, are you are you heading out into the ice packs and you know that's a really bad idea? <laughs> Still should have been an ice monster out there, but okay. <laughs> So after you get to the Children of the Atom, you travel off the map to a cave. Uh, and I managed to stealth my way through most of that. Like there was a death claw standing out the front of his cave and I slipped down behind him and went inside. And this is where I encountered the first glitch of the game for me. Um, so I went in guns blazing, destroyed all of his defenses and he was angry. He was aggro. And so I shot him until he was, you know, quelled. And as soon as he came out of the quelled, he went aggro again. And reading the forums, it Did you shoot I'm not bot? sure. What? Did you shoot his little protectron robot? Yeah. That's what I didn't um, shoot, and that's he was just fine. I shot everything else. Well, no, it turns out that if you're wearing the wrong kind of stuff or using the wrong kind of weapons, anything high-tech, institute style, oh. he freaks out. Right. And I'm not sure. I think it must have been the weapon I was using. Um, just having it out set him off so I had to reload that and then I, I realized I could just walk in and talk to him and everything was fine I took all my armor off sheathed my weapon and just walked in so that that was odd um, I, like it wasn't obvious what the issue was I walked in with the full power armor and he didn't seem to care about the armor but I was using the uh, deliverer I think it's deliverer handgun um, to snipe my way in and then the, he I, I mean, I put the gun away after I started talking to him. Well, it makes he, sense why he'd freak out. Because, I mean, he yeah, knows the Institute yeah, are hunting him. Yeah. Yeah. I went in with Brotherhood of Steel yeah, armor on, and he didn't have any issues. The turret didn't even shoot at me. Uh. No, not, it doesn't shoot at you until you aggro him. Um, and it's, um, yeah, it's sort of back to front. You only can, You only find out about him fearing that he's being hunted after you talk to him. So, I think it's kind of <laughs> obvious if he's going into the glowing sea that he's afraid of being hunted. Yeah, but not that what you're wearing or what you're carrying or what you're, you know, pointing at him will set him off. I don't um, know. He, he, uh... It's an odd. It's an odd mechanic. Odd game mechanic. It seems uh, very Bethesda-like. Uh, it didn't seem that surprising to me, but I mean, it makes sense when you say it. It makes sense, but it's not exactly intuitive. Um, no so everybody everybody talked to him and we've got to go find a Corsa at MIT so you know I, I guess he yeah. figured Kellogg was after him well Kellogg was after him exactly uh, yeah yeah so, anybody yeah, else I did has anybody um captured the Corsa yet yeah I, I and it, obviously yeah and for the, the couple of you that haven't uh the beeping goes inside the building yep I had a little trouble with that too. <laughs> I walked right by it and I'm like, "Oh, it is that building." Let me go I back. walked around, to like, made the loop of the block a couple times. Is it yep. actually inside? Yeah, that was. Uh, what I, was I thought it would be outside. Yeah, that's and what see, I was that thinking. One, that one seems obvious to me because if you're teleporting from some place to another place and nobody knows you can teleport, why would you teleport into broad daylight? I didn't think he was teleporting. I thought he was just going to be standing there. But apparently he had a mission to do. So what makes yes. sense. 
yeah, so I haven't done that bit yet, but I'm imagining it's actually not that hard. Um, yeah, because they're like pumping these courses up. Like on the Freedom Trail, uh, we went to go and get the prototype, and they're like, and if you run into a Corsair, just run away. <laughs> they're really pumping them up, but I imagine they're actually not that he hard. He wasn't that hard. He's just kind of a bullet sponge. Yeah, and he, he does a cloaking thing, but, but you know, he drops it eventually. Yeah, and I'm laughing and I'm going, yeah, dude, in this really small environment, cloaking's really going to help you because I can see your little shimmery outline against the wall. And I just, I just do. That was Kellogg's problem as well. Yeah. I love my spray. Kellogg was basically shiny. Spray and pray gun. It, it, it's great against everything, especially Corsairs. <laughs> I just walked in so with a Gatling laser core. and lit him up with one fusion core. It was really <laughs> there easy. There you go. <laughs> Works too. Yep. Yep. Um, so the Freedom Trail, I've plugged a little bit further into that. We have to go and get this prototype uh, that the Institute obviously wants to get their hands on. Not sure exactly what it is yet, but I'll find out later, I guess. Um, and this was the second glitch that I encountered in the game. <laughs> I got that glitch too. Yeah, so you get halfway through and you need Deacon to go and unlock the terminal. And he just stands there. And mm -hmm. uh, So once again, I hit the forums. Turns out you have to quick save, shoot him until he's down, and then load, and that fixes it. I didn't have that problem. All I had to do that was reload it, and he walked right over to the terminal. I didn't even have to wait for him to open the terminal. I just went to it and opened it. I oh, yeah, if you have master. Oh, no, actually, it tells you. That... No, it's inaccessible. You yeah, can't open it yourself. Well, then it must have been a different terminal, because he never got stuck for me. It's the one on the it's door. It's the one at so the, the vault. The... Not, not at the yeah. front, but at the vault. That's the one. Oh, have you guys... You were two stealth boys in that vault. That's awesome. Yeah. Have any of you robbed a bank yet? <laughs> no, I haven't robbed a bank. <laughs> I have. I, I robbed Boston Bank. I uh, found this uh, bank that was just completely abandoned. I don't think anyone or anything... Or there might have been a few raiders, but I found my way to the bank vault, and there was a, a police tron there walking around. I thought, will he get upset if I open the vault? So I just, you know... I spent some time trying to unlock it, and I finally unlock it, and there's all this money in there, and there's there's like a tape in there about Eddie Winter, and you know I get all this stuff, and the the robot Tron doesn't care. He's like whatever, <laughs> and he's walking around <laughs> for 200 years. Just now he's guarding an empty vault. <laughs> How much money? I'm not sure, but there was a lot. There was a lot of uh, pre-war money laying around, and I think a few other items, some meds and whatnot. I, I think it was a good haul. Hmm. I might have to go rob a bank. <laughs> there was an Eddie and Winter tape. A... Yeah. Because I already I'm have all of those and I haven't done it. Yeah, there was something about Eddie Winter. I, I forget what it was, but it mentioned him. And, well, he was uh, kind of a big deal to the police back then, so they'd probably yeah. worry about him. Yeah. Definitely. They were. Um... Oh, you know what I think it was? It was uh, a tape where like an old sergeant or something was talking about how they're going to take him down. I think that's what it was. They, they were, I don't know, proclaiming, oh, this Eddie Winter, we got to take him down. Um, so it's definitely something. It just like, there's a lot of hints about him. You know, you find bright terminals and whatnot. I have a so, theory that I know who that sergeant was, but I'm not going to say. No, it wasn't <laughs> him. It, it was a different guy. But I don't know, maybe they did model it after that guy, I don't know. Anyways. Um, well, there was the other guy in the in the holotapes that Nick Valentine is in. 
Mm. Like, mm-hmm. here's him, and then there was the other guy that was in the other department. I don't remember his name. Right. But I remember who he was. Yeah. So, the Privwin. Awesome. Yeah. Shiny. <laughs> it is. Can I steal it? Yeah, I bet you could, or you should. I wonder if later in the game you can blow it up. <laughs> uh, quite possibly. I'm thinking you're probably yeah. going to have to, at least for if you're not going with the Brotherhood yeah. for an ending. Interesting. Uh, no spoilers, honestly. Yeah, I don't. Mm. I don't know how contentious some of the factions are. I mean, I obviously, pretty much everyone hates the Institute, but like, how compatible are the Railroad and Brotherhood? I the Railroad hates know. the Brotherhood. Oh, okay. Well, okay, so the first thing that happens when you get up there is you go and hear a speech by yeah. the commander. And he's very, very anti-synth. <laughs> like, yes. like, their mission is to destroy all the synths. He, in, and anybody who gets in their way is dead too, including all of the people who live in the Commonwealth. Yeah. And that's like one of the, the speech check options is, you know, you're going to kill the people? I thought you were doing this for the people. Yeah. And... <laughs> He's also against everything that's not human. Basically, all the mutants and ghouls and robots and everything. So he's just... Oh my gosh. So, yeah, you talk to the different people. Talking to the Doctor, I am so glad I installed the speech the speech mod that, that tells you what you're going to say. Have you ever yeah. had sexual <laughs> relations with anything or anyone who would be considered non-human? <laughs> well, there was this one guy in college. Uh... <laughs> Is that a question you get yeah, normally? Yeah, <laughs> You'd be surprised how many answers yeah, oh, are yes. Yeah. The, uh, the, and how much, were you exposed to radiation as a kid? Well, there wasn't much radiation around before the bombs <laughs> fell. And it's like, what the? <laughs> the, um, the scribe guy, he was a bit of a dick. <laughs> a lot of the brotherhoods are kind of a dick. I still don't understand the whole I'm locked in here as the quartermaster thing. I don't get it. Like, is he just joking? <laughs> of course you lock the door, but surely he has the keys, right? I've never seen him <laughs> leave. I don't understand. What, what, are they trying to crack a joke? I don't get it. It's one of those things that just doesn't quite make sense. And I stopped trying to figure it out because I was like, I don't like these guys anyway. Why should I care? But he's the nicest guy on the ship. (laughs) At least so far. Yeah, I find myself disliking the Brotherhood more and more, and I dislike the Institute. I mean, I'm trying to keep an open mind about them, but there's just too much crap that they've done that I don't really like. And now I feel bad because I've done something I kind of regret doing. And you know that town, Covenant, how they have have a secret where they are uh, trying to find out how to identify humans and sins, you know, how to separate them apart. So they have that questionnaire, and you know that questionnaire that you find in Fallout 3 when you start the game, and they do that, do this, the, they, they ask the goat. The goat. Weird. I found yeah, a poster for the goat. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when you get to Covenant, there's one, I think one of the tunnel rats is sitting there, and he gives you the test, and when you go you know, find out about the, their secret. They they have this uh, laboratory base that you go to, and they talk about the questions. How some of the questions are just red herring; they're just filler. 
but some of them will enact a emotional response, and that's usually what triggers the Blade Runner. Yeah, exactly. To know which one is a synth, what's a human, and so there's this uh, uh, captured girl there, caravan girl, and she's actually the daughter of one of the railroad uh, guys, and I didn't really realize that, and I didn't really really understand who the railroad railroad was at the time. So when I found out, uh, so I, I sided with the scientist because I didn't really like the institute, and I thought, you know what, maybe the synths are suspicious, and the daughter turns out to be a synth, and then um, I think, well, okay, so they were right. But now, looking back on it and being with, the, being more into the railroad, I understand that she, that the that the that the father probably knew she was a synth and was protecting her, or trying to. And this covenant is just, uh, you know, an extension of the institute and increasing paranoia by, you know, uh, not realizing that not all saints are bad. So, you know, like uh, Nick is good. Hmm. I'm a- Interesting. I'm actually unable to do that quest because I finished the game. There's a bug where you can't talk to the guy to start that. Hmm. So tell us about the the Fallout 3 link that you wanted to talk about, Austin. So Elder Maxon, does that name ring a bell to anyone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maxon being the original founder of the Brotherhood. Do you remember in Fallout 3 the kid named Squire Maxon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elder Maxon's right, the kid. Yeah. All grown up. Right. And there's a terminal. That explains why they respect him. Mm-hmm. And there's a terminal that tells you the entire history of how he came to power, what happened to Elder Lions, and what happened to Sarah Lions. And okay, well, continue. Um, Tell us. That is cool. So, after um, you finish Fallout Three, the events that followed it's about ten year span, and in that ten year span, Elder Lions died, and Sarah Lions took over. But while she was out on patrol, she got killed. So then they were bouncing elder to elder to elder, and no one knew what was going on, and the chapter was kind of falling apart. Um, so then Elder Maxon, when he was, I think, 12, he killed a Deathclaw by himself. That's why he has a scar on his face. And saved the patrol that was supposed to be protecting him. So that he gained everyone in that group's respect because they're like, this is our great leader. This is the guy that you know the prophecies have kind of spoken about. So then he um, got word from the West. They got their connection with the West up again. And they said, all right, he can become Elder. And he became Elder at like 17, I think. Um, and then he fostered a deal with the Outcast to rejoin the Brotherhood. And he restored the Brotherhood's Capital Wasteland chapter to its original goal. And that's why they're so anti-helping people and pro-technology and destroy everything like the so they're back to the uh, okay they're back to the old school brotherhood way of being jerks all right then (sighs) they can die now (laughs) yes they can yes but in in one playthrough at least in another they'll probably win but with the with elder maxon he might be kind of cold-hearted and hardcore but he does actually care about the people like he tells you in his opening speech when you first meet him. He really does care about the uh, wasteland and the people. He just is set in those ways because of what the Brotherhood's job is, and he wants to uphold the Brotherhood to its highest standard. 
He's also Pretty in charge sure, of like... the entire Brotherhood now, too, I believe, because he's the descendant of the founder. Pretty sure the only job of the Brotherhood is to die in an explosion, based on this evidence. <laughs> Surrounded by technology they don't understand. Yeah! No, no, we take the technology, we just destroy the Brotherhood. Give it to the followers of the Apocalypse. <laughs> Don't give it to the to the, the children of the atom. Though. Don't give it to them. No. Unless you want to get 99 ratted by a gun. <laughs> That's so awful when you run into them and they start shooting you with that gamma gun. Yeah, you get 99 rads and the children of the atom are all 99 problems of them. I, I hate that gamma mm -hmm. gun because it's great against humans, but it's terrible against everything else. So it's like, why would you bother? When you're fighting humans. <laughs> they just want to convert you. Well, the humans, I'll just use my 10 millimeter. I can one-shot them in sneak mode. Well, I think that's all we're going to cover for this particular episode. We'll probably pick up more on the plot, on the main plot, more about the Brotherhood as well next time. And, uh, yeah, so thanks for everybody for joining us. And we're actually going to be taking a break over the Festivus period which many of our countries insist we take uh so we'll be doing that because many of us will there before be out of town and doing holidayness so we'll be back again in the new year and uh we'll see you then until then all of the episodes are available on www.thatpodcast.com um well that in front of that and there you can find links to our facebook group to come and chat with us about the episodes and the game in general there's also a link to the to the Steam group for people who want to talk about the game as they're playing it, I suppose. Um, and also you can get a link to subscribe to us on iTunes or the RSS feed on that webpage if you're on Android. And I think that's everything. Um, it's hard to remember all these things that I'm meant to say. So we'll see you next year in 2016. 